What's up, guys? Welcome back to yet another episode of the Around the Wicket podcast. Uh, in this episode, we're going to be looking at the India Ireland uh, bilateral series. Uh, we had two matches. The first one uh, cut a bit short, but um, overall, a fairly eventful series, uh, particularly for India Ireland, I would say. Uh, and so, yeah, what what are your guys' initial thoughts on the series? Uh, initially, we obviously had a twelve-over game uh, in which India was able to comfortably win. uh versus the second game where it was a it was a it was a tad bit harder we can let's just say so uh yeah what are your guys thoughts yeah it I was an entertaining series i guess because uh, there were lots of runs uh, we saw 100 we saw some good uh, opening spells uh, we saw even irish players score a lot of runs small grounds so obviously entertaining to see sixes and um, obviously the dk chance helped so good series i'd say overall in terms of entertainment value because who doesn't love seeing lots of runs in t20 so i would like to reiterate my point from last episode uh who cares uh and building on that point um the series is a bit more important considering it gave ireland revenue run for well let us say a really long time so it is was important on that front but um who cares uh, so the first game was uh quite an easy one as everyone has mentioned um good bowling from bhuvaneshwar as usual good bowling from chahal um malik made his debut in that game didn't do too well but that's quite all right i think um, deepak khudda impressed me with his performances uh as to hardik pandya uh with his captaincy and generally with his skill he had a good game batting in Oh uh, well, you can say both games, and a uh, good comeback from Samson. The rest of his highest score in T20 cricket of seventy-seven. Um, three ducks for India. Uh, golden ducks. That's good to see. You have uh, all of Kohli's scores in the IPL over there. Zero for one, zero for one, zero for one. Interesting uh, scenario there. Other than that, yeah, good good fight from Ireland. I think India could have lost that game, uh, like here and there, but like good comeback. Yeah, I mean, okay, that's good initial thoughts. Uh, let's let's take a let's take a bit of a deeper dive into both the games. Uh, let's start with the first T uh, Twenty. Obviously, uh, rain was a bit annoying, and so uh, we had to shorten the uh, games to twelve overs a side. And I would say Ireland for uh, they put up a fairly respectable uh, total considering um, the the failure of their openers, who are probably I would say the most uh, notable players in their team, right? Uh, Sterling and uh, Andrew Balbirnie. uh and so who's also the captain and so uh, i think given where they were at the at the beginning getting to 108 in, a, in 72 balls was fairly respectable uh thanks to obviously uh, their middle order and by the way uh, there's just a tangent but does anybody else think that um uh, tucker i forgot his first name uh lockin tucker yeah he he kind of looks like josh butler does anybody else agree when he's batting okay. like when i look at his i'll answer your When it looks as I'll answer a second question first. Okay. Uh, like about uh, what Tucker. did you what what did you lock in Tucker? He kind of looks like Butler. If Butler was still had still not hit puberty, was going through <laughs> puberty, I guess. Yeah. Um, but uh, on that total, I think it was way under par. In a twelve-over match, you can't go for anything under ten runs a ball. I ten runs an over minimum, and they went quite under that. Only hundred odd runs in. Uh, 12 overs they should have at least got a 130 140 to stand 
a chance against india but uh, but yeah i think most of their uh, most of their chances rested on paul stolling's shoulders and uh, he couldn't get off that day yeah i mean given their start it was a it was a bit rocky and obviously tector played a brilliant innings to get them to there what do you think om i mean yeah 108 exists 113 exists i just want to talk about um few players and performances i think when you see deepak hudda bat that he played he came in out of position and he played this as guy called that nickel i think he did a really good job um i know you're batting against a weak team but hitting the shots that he did um 47 for 29 is a good score any day um other than that um i think hardik pandya we saw some clean hitting from him as well um i think that's a good sign he is batting at 4 but for india he will be batting at 5 so i think we need that um but unfortunately i think we've seen two mediocre performances from dinesh karthik i know he hasn't gotten the ball the balls but um, he hasn't been very relevant in this series uh when talking about the first game umran malik on debut one over 10 runs not a good way to go um but other than that i think um, hats off to 14 Bruce. runs yes i won over 14 runs Actually, uh, it was 18, team, but four of them were buys. Yeah, hats out to Bhuvneshwar. Um, bowling at an economy of 5.3 in a 12-hour game is insane, right? And so to Chahal, an economy of 3.7. So sometimes, you know, when you look at a game, the economy becomes so much more important than the number of wickets that you take because Chahal bowling at 3.7 is much more important than was taking one or two wickets. I think Umran Malik needs to learn that, and Umran Malik needs to learn how to give away lesser runs um, than you know just pace, 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 pace. Mm-hmm. So I think that's an art that he needs to learn. Uh, one, I don't think he's ready for the Indian team as of yet, uh, just because he hasn't learned that art. I, I think it's quite visible that he's not able to contain those runs, um, and it's just like going. So he has pace, but he needs to learn how to use it well. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. Um, I think with regards to the, what do you guys think of the chase? I mean, I think it's a fairly, it was a fairly uneventful chase. Uh, as you guys mentioned, Deepak Hooda uh, playing well, Ishan Kishan had a nice uh, cameo up top. Uh, Sky uh, disappointing, uh, just a just a golden duck in this game, and uh, Hardik Pandya and Dinesh Karthik sort of uh, rounding it rounding it up towards the end. But um, I think I think apart from that, that's that's mostly it for. a uh, game one it was a f- very comfortable victory for india but on ohm's point uh, about umran malik i think we can move swiftly into game two so uh, in game one obviously umran malik got only a single over uh, in game two he bowled four overs and he gave some what did he give 42 runs uh, and he obviously bowled the final over uh, of the game in which there was six six runs required of one ball we'll we'll jump directly there and um, obviously he didn't give it india won the game However, I think that was a that was a fairly that wasn't a very good ball for a six to win of one ball that could have very easily uh, been hit over some extra covers for six uh, if if the batsman had gotten more on it. So, what are your guys' thoughts on Umran Malik? Very expensive in the second game as well as Om Om mentioned about the first. So my my thoughts are exactly the same. He needs to learn how to control his uh, line and length. Um, you know, uh, Ashish Nehra is a king at that, and I think he should learn from these people how he can work with express speed. Because even when other people like Bradley, Shantae, Shoaib Akhtar, they all had that one fifty-five plus ball, 
to an extent they learn how to control their economy and everything because in the end in a t20 game if you're going at 14 runs and away in our t20 bowler right you're not you're not troubling everyone any over that 155 uh, kilometer pace because as far as you see in net bowling and all that these guys practice for those with those balls right so it's not like you're you know on a different level sure the pace helps um it helps especially against tail enders but um i think containing runs is very important and that's that, that's what he should work on doing now that he's made his debut for india um i think some other people could have gotten chances instead of umran malik um but he's made his debut he's one for the future and uh, we'll see how it goes apart from that i think he needs to worry about injuries as well um relating to his shoulder relating to his back bowling 150 is a easy it uh, never will be and uh, we we'll, we we'll see soon what his condition is because injuries have brought down some of the greatest bowlers to play the game i think if dale stain played as much as jimmy anderson uh, has dale stain would have had twice the amount of wickets that anderson has so um sometimes injuries do bring you down and uh, it's going to be really important for umran malik to manage that yeah yeah definitely i mean umran malik uh, he needs to learn how to control himself uh, obviously it's uh, if if ireland is hitting you for that many runs um, you can't expect i don't know pakistan or australia or england to suddenly fail against him um, he needs uh, yeah even like like um said i think maybe a bowler like ashdeep sin could have uh, could have been given a chance he's been performing uh, more consistently and for a longer period of time than umran i think he deserved his chance um and i certainly think he would have uh, done better uh, even though we can't be sure in hindsight but still uh, he could have been given a chance um but yeah uh, umran malik i also don't think he was used particularly well um like okay we leave the first game he only got one over but in the second game he was used uh, up top and he was used as a death bowler when his actual role should be as a middle overs enforcer uh so i still think that uh for him to actually excel uh, to the maximum of his capabilities he needs to be used correctly but regardless of like if he bowled in the middle overs or not i don't think that would have changed his uh, figures too much this series right i mean i think it's unfair to single out umran malik uh, for this game particularly considering uh, harshal and buvi uh, went for more than him uh harshal patel gave 54 runs uh in his uh four overs uh everyone got taken to the taken to the cleaners uh by the island uh batsman which is not something that uh i expected to say uh when we were when when i saw the series coming up i will i will admit that uh but overall even ravi ravi bishnoi was uh, fairly expensive he got that one wicket through the googly where he got um sterling bowled but apart from that um none of the bowlers did particularly well I mean, I guess Hardik and Aksar were the cheapest of the lot, but they only bowled two overs a piece. So, what are your guys' thoughts on just um, the overall India bowling performance? I mean, it's easy to just say it's bad, but what do you think exactly went wrong? See, um, small grounds, good pitches, as Rehan said. Uh, the ball's not doing as much. I think one thing I I will say about Harshal Patel is that if the grounds are small, he's going to go for big runs. um i think his tactic doesn't work too well when you have these kind of grounds and he gets he can all over the park but i think when you bowl at the at the um mcg or the scg 
you have better luck. Other than that, you know, I have no complaints against Bhuvaneshwar or anybody like that. Um, nor, nor, nor do I have, I have against Ravi Vishnu because he's not really going to be in the side. So, yeah, the rest all is fine. Um, but yeah, small ground thing does come into play a lot. Yeah, I don't think there's too much to worry about with Harshal. We've seen his skill and like Om said, uh, smaller grounds. So, his strategy wouldn't really excel. Um, even Bhuvneshwar, he's bowled brilliantly up top and we know his skills. Um, even Bishnoi, like he he went for a bit uh, early on and later on. But that one ball to Sterling was brilliant. Uh, like you could see from the balls before that, leading up to it, uh, he had like set it up perfectly. Uh, and it was a it was really important wicket also because Sterling was on fire in that uh, in that second game, but I do think Hardik's bowling might be a little bit of a worry because uh, it's a good thing that he's fit and he's able to bowl now. But after the IPL, he's taken like one wicket in in like many overs in throughout the five games against South Africa and the two games here. He hasn't been bowling too well. He's been expensive. He's only taken one wicket in seven matches. Um, so I think uh, that might be a bit of a worry, but Hardik's a good player. I'm sure he'll come back, and we have many more T20s leading up to Australia uh, for him to gain his form, bowling form back. That's true, and I mean let's not only focus on uh, India's poor bowling. I think some uh, or a fair amount of credit is obviously due to the uh, Irish batting uh, as well. The mighty Irish, as uh, as a wise man once put it. So I feel like they had three bursts of life, right? Um, initially. Uh, with Paul Sterling, the big man himself, uh, going ham towards the uh, towards the beginning. Then you had uh, Balburnie in the middle, and then at the very end, or not at the very end, but towards the end, uh, Tector and Dockrell uh, had a great partnership, uh, a great partnership going there, uh, as well as um, at the at the end in the lead up, the last couple of overs uh, until the very last ball where they weren't able to pull through. So, what are your guys' thoughts on the Irish batting and? On India's batting, obviously, not something to be laughed at, right? Uh, Deepak Kuda scoring uh, his first T20 international century, which is fair dues. So, I didn't watch the Irish batting, but I can talk about the Indian batting. I think um, the Deepak Kuda Sanjay partnership had um, as clean hitting as you'd ever see. And I think it was uh, absolute, like a, it was an absolute masterclass. Um, we saw some insane shots being played, some insane drives, some insane pickup shots. Um, I think it was just a flurry of magic from these two uh, gentlemen batting. And of course, both the highest scores. Deepak does only the fourth batsman to score a century, international century for India. And I think it was, a, it was a job well done. And they took India to wherever India needed to be. Um, the, the best part of the innings was just the shot, kind of shots they played. See, um, this series, I mean, there's not much to talk about because of the difference between these two sides and the irrelevance of it. But just um, in a general sense, that was one of the greatest, one of the great T20 partnerships that you can see. Uh, not in terms of the magnitude of it, but just in terms of um, the kind of shots played. Yeah, um, the Irish batting, um, obviously, uh, like Tector was really impressive, um, but also obviously we know the uh, the skill of Paul Sterling. He's one of the most destructive T20 batters going around, and even in that uh, second match against India, he's going absolutely ham. And even Balburnie, he's he's their captain for a reason. He's one of their 
prestige players as you say and uh, he played uh, a pretty solid innings as well so the irish the irish batting actually impressed me because i didn't think they would score uh, at at high at bro i can't speak um at oh yeah, i didn't think they would score fast um but they did and that was a pleasant surprise because it's always good to see uh, a team like ireland which people forget is a full cricket na- cr- cricketing nation uh, and like people forget that they think just like a minor associate but they're a, they're a proper cricketing team and i think it's good to see them uh, make strides forward yes yes uh, i have to agree with you there um and so okay now i feel like we're done talking about uh, the two games now let's move on to the honorary around the cricket award, around the cricket around the wicket awards uh, for the india uh, ireland series so uh, we'll go rayan first then om and then <clears throat> we'll come to me who do you guys think was the best uh, batsman of the series or your favorite batsman of the series we'll say because who does probably um the best yeah um it's hard to go past uh, deepak hooda but personally my favorite batsman was uh, sanju samson uh, just loved seeing him back in the indian team and to see him performing so well uh, was brilliant uh, i as om said his high score uh, his first 50 and uh, it was a it was a very solid knock love sanju samson i'll just say deepak hooda i like deepak hooda a lot and He's he's the obvious answer, but he's just special to watch when he's batting on song. He's the Lucknow Super Giants, so that's mine. Fair enough. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, my boy, the Irishman himself, uh, Harry Tector. He played uh, decently in both games, but mainly for his contribution in um, in game one, where uh, he took Ireland from from a from ruin, uh, where they had lost their openers and their captain, and uh, he he took them to a respectable total. I wouldn't say a great total, but a respectable total. so i'm going with uh, harry tector okay now uh, the bowler the around the wicket uh, bowler of the bilateral series om what do you think let's go with om first so um, i think there are many indian options for one to take and one to choose in this series um but i think a, a great bowler across the series was uh, craig young i think he did quite a good job getting um, wickets in groups because that's a really important thing when we talk about cricket getting wickets in groups because if you get one out and then the other follows i think it creates a huge dent in the entire batting lineup so for me it would be craig young yeah i was going to go with craig young too but since om took that uh i'm not going to go with craig young again um it's hard to say um i'll probably go with uh probably go with joshua little uh I I really like his bowling. He might not have had the best figures throughout, but uh, I I just like the way he bowls. And I remember, like he he's got a few wickets, but he even had a couple of uh, referrals that were turned down that were like umpire's call. So I I uh, I've been very impressed with him, and I've had an eye on him since uh, since I first saw him in the T Twenty World Cup. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I feel like picking bowlers a bit difficult considering uh, the series was a uh, it was a batter series, obviously. but uh, i'm going to go with an indian i'll just go with uh, bhuvaneshwar kumar uh, in the first game obviously he was fairly economical uh, he was pretty economical i would say and uh, he took a wicket in the second game he took a wicket as well he was expensive yes uh, but i mean it was a very high scoring game 220 runs from the mighty irishman 
and so I don't think you can uh, put the put the fault at him particularly. Everyone was expensive in that game. So um, yeah, thank you guys. Uh, this was the India Ireland series. Any last thoughts, Om and Rehan? Yeah, I have something to say. Hmm. Uh, since this is about Ireland, I have to mention this. Uh, got to pay my respects to the retirement of the great Owen Morgan. Uh, one of the greatest batsmen to ever play the game. One of the greatest captains to ever play the game. One of the greatest Irishmen to ever play the game. Actually, he's the greatest Irishman to ever play the game. And um, he's, in in my view, the greatest uh, English white ball player ever. Not just captain, just a player. Obviously, most caps in T20 has most runs in T20 has most caps in ODIs, most runs in ODIs. He's uh, been one of my idols ever since I saw him on the bench for SRH back in 2014 IPL. Um, I just loved his name so much that I started following him. And uh, and a few months later, he became the English captain. And he was one of their only few good b- batsmen in the 2015 World Cup. And uh, after he kicked out all the old people, all the test batsmen, that side just became brilliant. And uh, I just like his name a lot. Also, he was the KKR captain. And uh, he played as a specialist captain and got us to the finals, which... Uh, which obviously I'm very grateful for. Um, and uh, one of my uh, most special memories and like one of the best knocks and like my favorite knocks that I've seen ever uh, was his knock against Afghanistan in the 2019 World Cup. Uh, I think 147 or 148. Uh, highest uh, amount of sixes ever in an ODI 17 sixes. He, he was destroying Rashid Khan everywhere. Um, and like I was just smiling throughout that whole innings and uh, my heart was broken when he got out just like it's broken now that he's gone out of the international game. Wow. Motivational stuff, Om. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's sad now. And uh, so I don't believe believe half the things that Rehan has said because um, he's he's a very respected leader. I think he's a leader of leader. He is England's greatest white ball captain to ever exist. He did revolutionize the white ball circuit in England. He did destroy England's test team completely. Uh, he did um, win England the solitary World Cup. He is one of the greatest middle-order batsmen um, for England, specifically. I think he is... More like in- greatest middle-order batsman, full stop. Not even close. Anyway, uh, he, he's up behind a legacy that's going to be forward in England cricket for many years. And that legacy has been um, hit, hit, and never stopped hitting. Um, that's been embodied in um, Butler, Blasto, Stokes, himself. Basically, everyone except Joel, right? So, um, I think he's a great player. He's a great person. He's a great leader. And uh, easily the best Irishman to ever play the game. And uh, I hope he has a good second... Where is his second journey? Innings. Literally yeah, cricket. Innings. There you go. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on the great Oin? Yeah, I mean, uh, there's little to be said that Rehan hasn't uh, mentioned in his uh, monologue, but obviously uh, we're paying uh, respects to him here. His great career. I made it sound like he died. But uh, yeah, he's, he's retired. Very sad day. But uh, we should not fear for too long Speaking of English, speaking of English cricket, uh, tomorrow is the beginning of India versus England. 
the final test obviously uh, this happened a while ago but then uh, the final test could not be played and so we're, we're bringing it full circle uh, can india reclaim or can india maintain the throne that is rightfully theirs uh, which they should have won uh, back then but the series is not over yet let's hope so uh, we're going to be doing coverage of that uh, when 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 that game is done probably um, so stay tuned for that thank you guys for watching uh, smash the like button if you uh, enjoyed the 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 mighty irish is great batting and bowling uh, and uh, yeah subscribe do all that do all that fun stuff see you guys in the in the in the next video